0: Welcome back. You're listening to another episode of Amateur Hour, a professional sports podcast by people who have never played professional sports. I'm your host, Max, along with... Shreyas. And let's talk sports. Amateur Hour. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to another mini, mini mini episode of amateur hour this we decided at the last second we had a full episodes worth of content but we decided to just kind of break things up and take a second to appreciate the football history the football gospel and the football religion that pretty much occurred over this past weekend now for those of you that don't know it was the return of the goat the greatest of all time the greatest quarterback of all time and i will not hear otherwise Tom Brady and his return to New England to play his former team of many, many years, many, many wins, many, many heartbreaks, and just many, many memories, the New England Patriots. It was historic football, and it turns out that this was the second most watched Sunday night football game of all time. Incredible. 28.5 million people tuned in. So today we're going to be breaking this down, talking about what happened before the game, what happened during the game, what happened after the game, and what's going to happen next for both the GOAT and his former franchise. Now, before we get into that, we're going to start with our weekly highs. Both just do little personal ones. We're going to keep it light, keep it fresh, keep some positive content going for you guys. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in so far. If you follow our socials, thank you. If you do not, Go hop on those. Uh, we really, really appreciate it. Our Instagram and TikToks are growing pretty good. Um, so it's really nice to have, build a little community of people who share these experiences with us. So thank you guys. All right. Enough of that. Shreyas, let's get into those highs. The weekly highs.
1: Yeah, Max. So it's kind of a low to start, but I'm going to make it a high. And okay. That's, I'm feeling a little feeling, switcheroo. Yeah. A little switcheroo, but you know. You always got to turn a positive out of a negative, right? So, feeling feeling a little bit under the weather today. Um, okay, but sorry, no, it's it is what it is, right? It's the human body, and I think it's because I've definitely been, you know, doing a lot of stuff, thinking about a lot of things, and yeah, my time hasn't definitely been towards taking like self care over the past couple of weeks, and and rest, and being under the weather you know forces you to take rest like you can't do much you're not like focused all the time and you zone out a lot which i hope i don't do during the amateur podcast but <laughs> try it try us. huh <laughs> huh uh-huh. <laughs> yes 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 Pe- peanut butter and jelly peanut butter and no, no no but i'm
0: sorry trace we were talking about um tom brady's toes but sure yeah go ahead
1: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so it just you know it gives you being sick is not obviously not good not great and this is you know this is just a, a slight cold i just have a runny nose but i'm you know it gives me an opportunity to take some rest and you know rejuvenate hopefully the long weekend is coming up be able to to do something you know with the family or you know with some friends and you know feel feel up and ready for that so i'm gonna take as much rest as possible this week and you know for all the time that i probably didn't take rest over the last couple of weeks
0: <laughs> very cool nice well that's good yeah you know actually sure you bring up a great point and that sometimes you kind of get caught up with stuff you get caught up with your routine you get caught up with life and mm-hmm. it's important to take a step back and just like take care of yourself absolutely so, Everybody listening right now, if you don't already, grab a glass of water. If you're in the car, wait, grab a glass of water when you get to your destination. Please be safe.
1: Uh, yeah, Grab a glass it's just, of coolant if you're in the car. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Don't start drinking
0: any freeze, bro. It's, it's also blue.
1: <laughs> Please do not do that.
0: You know, I actually, water, it's really, well, it's not blue all the time. I met a person whose favorite color is clear
1: uh (laughs) uh wouldn't that just be the color that's behind it oh yeah you would think shreyas
0: but when asked what their favorite colors are it is clear white and then pink in that order specifically this person was also a former boss so
1: yeah with clear clear and then pink so basically they hate color is what you're saying (laughs) It doesn't make sense, and you know, tried to
0: ask about it, gave some kind of explanation that, that only furthered the conundrum. It, it doesn't make a lot of sense.
1: <laughs> it doesn't make sense to me, but you know teach their own, I guess.
0: <laughs> yeah, so for my personal high, uh, I want to say that the dog that I was fostering has been adopted. Really? Yay, Yay! and I'm going to wow, turn that this was into a quick a turnaround.: low. It was an incredibly quick turnaround, but Trey, I'm going to turn this into a low because oh, yeah. that dog. Was the worst. Oh my goodness! Look,
1: like in in terms of taking care of it, or just like it's in terms of in terms
0: of uh, we we named her Lady for the time being because she was a cute little tiny dog who weighed like eleven pounds. She was a petite little lady, so we called her Lady. (laughs) Lady would whimper and whine every time you didn't look at her for literally thirty seconds. So if I went to go make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich or I went to look at my computer screen or phone, all I hear in the background is, and then you look at her and then she'd stop whining and then you go over and give her a pet, she'd be fine.
1: 30 seconds later, (coughs) that's a that's a needy girl,
0: needy girl. So especially for four people in this house who work all the time, she would have to be created for, you know, with the way our work schedules lined up, you Mm. know, four hours at a time. Just not fun for her at all. Yeah. And the best part about her was that she just didn't want to go to the bathroom outside. We thought at first that she was mm. partially house trained. Turns out that is not the case. Uh, she would go outside for about 15 to 20 minutes each time, not do anything, just kind of like come up to you and try to like hop on you. And then she'd go inside and take a dump on the floor right in front of you.
1: Yeah, I I guess you can you can kind of guess what kind of situation this dog was in before if a they want attention that means they probably were deprived of any attention in a previous household and then b they weren't house training this dog that means this was like poorly taken care of i know this is a b- bad situation in a in a temporary household that like man like you thought oh this would just be someone's dog that they've had for a long time and you know they just lost it or something or, or yeah something along those lines but but man, you can, you can see from both sides that it just probably was not a good fit for the, time it was thing. not a
0: good fit. We, you know, we, the house discussed it for one day, potentially keeping her after mm-hmm. that second day, we were like, Nope. Mm. Uh, it just it, look in, in, like I said before, it's just, we didn't have the time. We're four yeah. full-time workers who have various schedules. I like to go to the gym at nine o'clock at night. Sometimes, you mm. know, it's just, we're in and out all day. It's just not going to work. And now she's with a person on the other side of town who has the time, who you know has the availability, and who has the love to share with her, which is that's absolutely awesome. what she deserves. So that's the great part. It just, it just was very frustrating and very annoying. So I yeah. don't mean to come across like an ass, but it was just hard. So that was my high low. But she's in a better place. But she's not dead. I, 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 <laughs> I was gonna... <laughs> she is literally. She's in a better place so yes <laughs> all right so oh <laughs> uh, uh, yeah all right so Shrey, let's talk about the history that was made this weekend mm. wow i mean coming into this game the media hype incredible i mean you saw tom brady returns oh, to foxborough you know, all over the place. It was talking about Tom Brady's return, what he was going to say to the team, what he was going to say to Belichick, who was going to win, who was going to lose, all this stuff. And I got to say, I think the common consensus was Tampa Bay Buccaneers blowout. Coming off that Rams loss, which was incredibly frustrating, and I even noted so in the last episode, it it seemed like the stars were aligned for Tom Brady to come back and just wipe the floor with whatever the New England Patriots were doing. That was not the case. So just talk about your thoughts on like the pregame hype.
1: It was a lot. Just you know, Max, you, you moved out uh a few a few weeks, a month ago, right? At this point. So mm-hmm. a lot of the hype that maybe you were hearing was kind of this notion of this was going to be hyped up. Like it it was definitely like, oh, this is happening. But like we but this is week one or this is the preseason like you know what i mean like it was either like oh it's on the schedule and then you had to keep you had to kind of keep it in mind but when i tell you this last week was almost to a point of like unbearable hype (laughs) it was really it it was it, it got to that point where you were like you you were there was no way you could like escape from it but also like you had to almost like succumb to the hype and and really? figure out yeah because there was so many different angles right there was the tom brady gonna be like blowout hype and then there's the actual relationship between belichick Kraft, and brady and then there's the then there's the mac jones versus brady the you know the predecessor versus the successor yeah, you know right. Right and everybody's like (laughs)
0: Mac Jones is gonna prove that he's the next Tom Brady
1: Yeah so you have those people too Right it's just like so many different Angles because no one Knew what was gonna happen And it was yeah and it was so Important to so many people That it was it almost got It was like so in your face that you were like kind of like right, I just kind of wanted to see the game I don't want to hear About it right for (laughs) Like a week right And And that was what happened Last week like last week, people were already talking about this week and we hadn't even played the Saints yet. And then we got crushed, right? In that game where it was just like a lot of mistakes and, you know, people not doing their job and you're like, oh my God, look at our players. And then, oh my God, how how are we going to face against Brady, Gronk? Gronk obviously not being able to play in Sunday's game, but, right, you know, Antonio Brown, Evans, Godwin, like Evans, Godwin. Fournette. Right. And then that defense, defense, yeah, that defense with the secondary is not great whatsoever, but that front seven is yeah. pretty lethal. Like I was afraid because, you know, Mac Jones, I talked about it this last week. They're not, they're putting, they're, they're holding him in. They're reeling him in. They're not letting him do too much. Right. So mm, they mm-hmm. will run the ball or they'll do the short passing game. And this, like the middle of the field, you know, the, swing passes and the the pitches outside are probably going to get we're probably going to get stopped right your running game was right. going to be probably non-existent i think people knew that from the beginning so what were they going to do with mac now now that he kind of has to throw if they want to even have a chance in this game i don't know if well, they just what did to they do
0: over. yeah straight and you know that's the question what did they do with mac and i gotta say i gotta say and i'm just gonna say it i was not disappointed i was hmm. borderline impressed I mm-hmm. thought that there were so many great plays. And there was one sequence. It was one just like dri- – there was one like series of drives. In It was the second or the third quarter that Mac Jones looked like Tom Brady. He kept making completion after completion. They were marching down the field. They were tearing it up. And I was like, wow, this kid has got an arm on him. They were just tearing it up. Now, did that happen for the entire game? No, it didn't. I Mm -hmm. think it was the sequence before their first touchdown. But, yeah, I just – I watched him, and I was like, wow, good job, especially with all this pressure, all this hype. And he's a young kid, and he's a brand-new quarterback in the NFL. You got to think there's a lot of of pressure on him. And you look at other guys, you know, some rise to the occasion, some fall. We have Trevor Lawrence averaging, like, two-and-a-half interceptions per game. And then you have Mac Jones, who's scoring touchdowns against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's definitely it's definitely interesting to see every week kind of who's going to be that that quarterback in the rookie ranks that is like take going to take the step up, and then it's it's like almost like every week there's a shift, right? There's not yeah. been like one clear number one. This guy is uh, lock him in end of the season rookie, rookie of the year one, yeah. rookie QB, right? Like it hasn't been that yet. But what's been interesting to see is, based on what they're ha- ha- like handing Mac Jones, he's been to he's been he, he's taken it to task like he has. He's been, cleaning
0: his plate. They're putting food on his plate, and he's cleaning his plate. Yeah,
1: and Max, yeah. you you said the first touchdown drive was impressive. I thought when they came out in the second half and they had the fumble, right? That was they had the fumble, and then they punted. Yeah, which was yes, which yes. Was bad, right? They, I'm pretty sure Mac Jones took a, a sack twice on the on the punt drive after the fumble but then you were like all right is this kid gonna bounce back is this like the buck score on their next drive how is Jones gonna answer and he goes six for six seven for seven yes yes and for a touchdown on that drive alone right and that was the the touchdown to Jonu Smith Right, where where he hmm. faked the he faked the handoff to Damian Harris and John o. Smith is wide open and yeah, okay. I and remember which one you're about. this might have been the one that I was more impressed yeah, with. Yeah, so this was super impressive, right? He's not he's not throwing it thirty yards, he's not throwing deep passes, right? There's not a lot of air yards here. But no, but they're on to, the money. Yeah, they're on the money. And his players are making plays, which when we saw in the past, if he's making those same passes, right, a lot of the times his running backs are his tight ends weren't getting the space and they couldn't get a lot of yards after catch. Right. So right. but on this drive, Damian Harris, 21 yards, uh, Nelson Aguilar, 13 yards, Jacoby Myers five, Nikhil Harry 10, John U. Smith, 12, Brandon Bolden, 15. So like they're making plays for him and they made plays for him on that drive. Yeah. So I want to see more of that. But mm-hmm. like you know what I mean? Like if they're not gonna make him throw deep balls the player's got to show out for him. And if he's going to throw it on the money, like in these short tight windows and, you know, right at the first down marker, they got to like either get the first down or like run, run forced run. Like they got to get some yards after catch. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what you think about kind of how the, the team overall was yesterday. Uh, Max. Yeah. I,
0: the team overall is interesting. Um, I was impressed with the moments of the offense, I liked that Hunter Henry came into the mix a little bit more. Mm-hmm. I like that. John W. Smith still needs, again, while he was wide open on that touchdown, I thought that was great. There were other plays where I'm like, you're kind of a non-factor here, and I need he, you he to. He doesn't
1: show up for the full 60 minutes. That's for sure. No,
0: no. Uh, yeah. Uh, defensively, there we had some huge plays, like sacking Tom Brady. I mean, whew. That Mm. is nice. That feels good. And when you can penetrate their offensive line like that, that feels really good. Uh, I thought we let a lot of passes kind of slide. Now, at the end of the game, I think it was the fourth quarter, there were a lot of passes to Antonio Brown that he just, like, it looked like he whiffed, whether it was Tom Brady overthrowing or him just not being able to, like, get to the spot. That's what it was. But the coverage wasn't there. Mm. That's something that I think that we need to work on. It's we got lucky. Thank God that he missed those throws because that realistically, it's AB. That could be a touchdown at any one of those moments. Right. You need to have the coverage on there. And just like Tampa Bay's defense, a lot of times they were right. They were all over our receivers. There was a lot of time, like those deeper routes, the coverage was insane sometimes. Yeah. And, you know, it's just it, you, you have to be able to adjust and you have to keep your defense on those receivers, especially with a team like Tampa Bay, who has so many offensive weapons.
1: Absolutely. I think the secondary. Just to add,
0: has, yeah, go ahead. So, sorry, sorry. Just before you continue, I just want to add to that. Had Gronk played this game, mm. that is the key to the blowout. Because here we are defending like deep routes and stuff. And Tom Brady can, you know, he can throw it like a God. So those throws can get a lot of air time, they can go way into the back of the end zone. But now if you have the short game with Gronk, I mean, Christ, you could throw those just like 10, 15-yard passes to Gronk just sitting in the middle and this man's just going to truck through us. I there need I, I just I don't know specifically what we have to do to fix that, but it's a good thing that he was out and it was a it, but it was at the end of the day, it was a competitive close game.
1: Yeah, it, it, they made it a point this year where over the first half of last year Gronk was kind of a non-factor and he was he just kind of in he, you had to watch him on those goal ri- goal line routes and stuff, you know, the little fades and stuff that he likes to throw. Uh Tom likes to throw to Rob. But right. this year they're making they made it a uh a, a fact that they wanted to get Gronk involved in the passing game. And he had he's averaging over five yard uh, five catches a game, right? So uh-huh. in a game where you were like they're gonna like, who else is Tom gonna target against the Patriots? But like the other Patriot, right? Like this is just gonna be the storyline. Like Rob's gonna kill us in the in the red zone, and it was just gonna be ridiculous. But when he's off the field, Cameron Bray, who. I'm not sure why they gave a four-year contract to because <laughs> I mean they probably could just give him, like a cinder block a four-year contract because if they just needed a blocker, like I don't know why they would need four years of a blocker. But because block. his hands are just I don't know what they are. They're like, you know, those rubber balls that just bounce back. They're like
0: they're two cinder blocks on a on a uh, an appendage. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Th- th- not great. Not great. And then OJ Howard, I don't I don't think I heard his name once. So apologies to OJ Howard if you actually did something, but I don't remember him doing anything. So <laughs> the tight end, which was a huge focal point.
0: Roast him.
1: Yeah. I don't need to. They had their performance speak for themselves. But <laughs> the tight end, which was a huge key to them being 2-1, and one, right? Yeah. Now they had to go towards, okay, Evan's obviously a great big target, but... Tom Brady had to depend more on, you know, throwing outside the numbers. And that's something that i I feel like he he's doing more. But just from a efficiency standpoint, like you as a Tom Brady fan, a Tampa Bay fan, would want Tom Brady throwing it down the field, you know, in the pocket, like not having to, you know, go towards the sideline and wait for an amazing catch, like right th- his bread and butter has been the the short passing game, and letting his talented players do what they need to do, and just throwing it on the money, right? So, right. It definitely was a factor that they didn't have Gronk, but it it didn't restrict them because they had so much other talent. Like Mike Evans played amazing, and that's mostly because J.C. Jackson, as good as he is, can't stop Mike Evans. He's just too tall. He's he's big enough to handle him. <laughs> and, like yeah. and he's not Marshawn Lattimore too, so that helps. It's just it's it's one of those things where you knew that like you could tell at the end that do, do the Patriots have enough right to, to to sneak by with the win? And that's at the end of the day, what matters is the Patriots lost. Mm. So, what do you what do you think about that, Max? From that standpoint, in that, that yes, there's lost? so much hype in this game, but at the end of the day, we're now one and three.
0: Yeah, no, 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 I do, but Shrey, I can't say that I'm incredibly, I can't say that I'm too worried about it, to be completely honest. Okay. I, watching them this week versus last week and the week prior, mm. I just, I liked more of what I saw this week. And, and, and honestly, too, though, actually, I'm really, I got to say that I'm in the middle. I'm really mid-tier on the Pats. I think that we have potential for like a 500 season. It's not we're not going to be fantastic. It's just you can already tell that we have enough issues and it sucks too because we spent so much money in the off season and we made so many moves to like get guys for the season but at the end of the day we have a rookie quarterback. Yeah. And we can only do so much and when our defense like starts hot and then gets eviscerated, I mean mm. Christ. Um so I liked more of what I saw, I'm still concerned. But I think that there's a lot of potential, and I think that these guys could probably grow as a team. And they could be, if they maintain enough wins, if they maintain, if they just like get maybe get a little lucky and fight hard, we can make it to the postseason potentially as a wild card.
1: Yeah. So I'm, I don't know how to feel about this game as a game in general, like, you know, taking away the hype. Well, yeah, I, because you got to think
0: about that these guys were playing extra hard and Belichick was like on absolute all times 12. Like how, he was he he would not switch up the like the the defense as much as he did for Tom Brady if it was anybody but Tom Brady. You know what I
1: mean? Right. And and how much do you attribute Tom Brady's play to the emotions of the situation in the game, right? Like like as much as Tom Brady can have a a, a steely you know Patriots type demeanor where you know nothing kind of you can't see everything on the forefront
0: on a Cincinnati
1: yeah like you know what I mean like that's how he was that's how he was kind of raised in Bill's system
0: raised, yeah
1: he never showed too much, but now he's showing a lot more of his personality in Tampa Bay but he tried to kind of you know keep it he knew the importance of the situation I don't know if you saw but in the this week's like press conferences but Tom Brady's voice was out and you know people are saying that he, he was like, you know, doing later practices and, you know, yelling at guys. Cause he understood the gravity of the situation. He didn't want to mess up. Right. So mm. I think he felt a little bit of that. And if this was like his second time playing the Pats versus his first time, I honestly would feel way better about a Brady blowout. than I, I still felt like they would blow him up because of the, the team we had, but I think the emotions definitely were a factor in this game and mm. I don't know how much I attribute to the Patriots playing hard and you know playing the right schemes versus Brady just not taking advantage of opportunities like I don't know the like some of the play calling like you said with Antonio Brown deep passes on second and third and eight and to to, to ruin a drive and go for a field goal yeah I don't know there's a little bit of that like I don't feel like oh man like this team showed me a lot just by being two points within but and i don't know if i'll feel like that next week too because we play the texans and oh my gosh have you seen the texans max i saw four zero
0: two zero i granted it was from the scorching hot buffalo bills
1: right wow Man, if Cal we, McNair, he's like, man, we're doing just <laughs> fine. If, if we can't find a way to beat Davis Dexter. Mills, right? Who Mac Jones? <laughs> who? who Davis? Who? Who? <laughs> who 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 is Davis Mills? <laughs> Davis Mills, man, is he's just so uncomfortable in the pocket. He looked kind of good at times in the Carolina game on thursday night but man he is so uncomfortable that offensive line sucks laramie tunsell who is a pro bowler i don't he's just like a turnstile at this point i don't think he wants to play for that team and brandon cooks is their only good player uh, probably on both sides of the ball yeah and he's a wide receiver which means he requires davis mills to throw him the ball it's just not working out for the Titans. So if Mac Jones and Bill can't beat a rookie quarterback at this stage, right? Like, Bill is known for for feasting <laughs> on rookie quarterbacks. And he did yeah. it with Zach Wilson. And he better do it with Davis Mills. I still won't feel like... I still won't, like, you know, boost him up in my mind. If they... Even if they crush him. Even if they do a 40 Right? Like, it'll feel good that Mac Jones got some stats. But it won't feel good as like a Pats win because it's the Texans. But it will show me that like, hey, Mac Jones has it in him to make good plays, and you know maybe they could do more deep passing in that game. It's just this game with the Bucks and next week, I'm probably gonna feel the same coming out of both weeks. But I would like to see another win on the on the the scoreboard because I think mm. that that at that point that's all that matters. So.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I agree. Uh, I think it's getting down to put up or shut up. It's time to like make the moves that you have to make. Um, Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. It's just tough. Okay. So let's just talk about, before we head out, let's just talk about a little bit of the the drama, the not so much controversy, but just the things that the media and friends were saying about Tom Brady's return. I mean, you have Mm -hmm. some sources being like, "Look at them boo Tom Brady," and you have some sources being like, "Look at them praise the goat." You know, you have to sort of disseminate what's going on because people who were at the game said that when he like walked up onto his on the field and gave a LFG, like let's go, like
1: Mm -hmm. the whole you saw that too, right? They they played that whole crazy, yeah. I actually felt that when he when he came up to the the end zone and did that uh, LFG. Yeah. I was I was like, wow, that's uh that's kind of crazy that he's he's wearing that jersey in in Foxborough. That's I that's the first time I actually like felt it. Yeah. Yeah. But but Max, just talking about what his camp was saying, like if you remember, going back to the Saints week, the the Pat Saints week. Yeah. Brady senior, so uh Tom Brady's dad and Alex Guerrero had some public opinions about Tom Brady's departure and Bill in general. Like, I'm pretty sure Tom Brady Sr. came on NBC Sports Boston. And this was like widely publicized too. So you'll probably find the comments. But paraphrasing, uh, he said that Brady and him felt vindicated when they won the Super Bowl. And that mm. it was vindicated that because, you know, of kind of bill's performance it, it felt that way right like it felt like there was vindication in seeing comparing the two and seeing okay tom brady went to the pinnacle and won and and belichick without brady didn't do that like he didn't even get close and then with alex guerrero who <laughs> he alex did not he did not get close Did not, he get get close. not get close he won the he won the he didn't even win the 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 season like you know what i mean like didn't even tank enough to do to get a a better spot in the draft, which obviously now we have Mac Jones, but at the time people were like, wow, we went seven and nine. We didn't make the playoffs. And also we don't get a good draft position. So it felt like, man, Mm. it was like a double whammy for us. And then Brady on top of it, winning the Super Bowl was like at the time. Mm. So it felt like, okay, Brady senior rubbing salt on the wound. That's got to wake, that's got to wake, you know, wake some people up. Like, why are they talking about this a week before the actual game? Like two weeks before the actual game and then Alex Guerrero his longtime trainer goes on record and and talks about Bill not you know being in tune with his players and not you know not seeing Tom for what he what he really is and giving him that kind of leeway of he he talked about like having to you know massage and roll Tom out in in separate areas because Guerrero technically was kind of this outcast of the team. So like they're harboring a lot of feelings. Well, there are a lot of feelings,
0: but at the same time, I think that you have to take everything with a grain of salt. Mm. It, what actually happened in New England is a mystery. It'll be a mystery. I mean, you look at it face value. Tom Brady got a better offer to play in Tampa Bay than he got in New England, and that's what it was. That's why he went. He went for his family, for his career, and for the opportunity to keep winning. I mean, the Pats, regardless if Brady was there, the Pats didn't have any receivers. We saw that in the last year. Tom Brady didn't have any weapons. Gronk was retired. He was done after the last Super Bowl. And what people say about the relationship between Belichick and Brady and Brady and the Pats and Brady and Kraft and Kraft and Belichick and Brady's trainer and, you know, all that stuff, Mm -hmm. you just have to take it with a grain of salt and you have to look at it that when this guy comes back, he's hugging everybody. I mean, Bill is not an emotional guy. And for him to give Tom Brady a hug on
1: camera, incredible.
0: I, I mean, think that right there. You
1: knew you knew it had to happen, right? Like they can't if they had gone without it, it would have been a bigger story. And yeah, I Yeah, but I kinda, we've seen I,
0: that before in sports, you know what I mean? Like we saw uh Isaiah Thomas walk off, you know, after the Bulls beat the the Pistons. Isaiah Thomas, yes. after battling with Michael Jordan, just walk off. It's a bad you look. You see Bill Lambier getting
1: beat by Larry Bird, just walking off. It's a bad look. Literally right? fought. It's a bad look. It's a bad look. But then you think of, you know, other relationships that, and, you know, kind of soured at the end. Yeah. And like KD and Russ, right. And they, and they <laughs> may had an on court, uh, like, you know, they talk back and forth, but at the end of the day, they had to kind of, you know, do the little dab and hug. And that's what but you did that's what the saw with the with Bill and Brady in the okay. uh, the audio he he it was like a it was like a slight dap and a hug, and it was you know uh I'll see you and great game and that was about it and then the rest of it was behind closed doors
0: right exactly the rest of it was behind closed doors, but they talked behind closed doors, which is, is exactly my point. These guys shared a relationship Bill believed in him. Craft believed in him. I mean, he was the he was the fourth string quarterback when he the year he got drafted, the fourth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's not a roster spot for most teams. Mm. But they kept him on and they 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 maintained that trust and my god, they built one of the greatest dynasties that the sport of football has ever seen, right? Yeah. These guys are not they're not enemies and despite what the media may say about that, they're not. I I I don't I don't believe it and <laughs> While things might, they might not be buddy, buddy. I mean, have you ever been friends with somebody and then you moved away and then you come back and you're like, yeah, we're still friends. Like, but you acknowledge that you used to be close and that you used to love each other. Right. I mean, that's probably what it is, but they don't, there's no beef or animosity there.
1: Yeah, imagine working with the same person for 20 years, right? Yeah. it's, It's such a long period of time that you're going to have ups and downs and winning takes away, a lot of the downs, right? Like if there were some bad moments. You did it. Yeah. And you win, yeah. then it's all worth it. But then at the end of the, you know, era when you're when you are not when 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 it's more about all right, like are we gonna keep Brady? And you know, how is are he actually doing? And it's becoming him. more of a business decision, right? Like if the if Kraft gave the business decision of, okay, maybe Brady's not up for it and I don't want to pay him this X amount of money to keep him and extend him. Yeah. Then Brady has the same decision to say, well, I'm going to go find a better situation and get the same money that I want. Right. And I think at the end of the day, like it, it had to end. I think that's what, like you can't be mad at, Brady and Kraft going their separate ways and Brady and Bill going their separate ways. But yeah. what you can be angry at and is like a little bit bitter at as a Patriots fan is how they responded immediately after losing Brady, you know, not being yeah, right there for, you know, getting some sort of bridge quarterback, not being in the running for you know the draft picked out draft a higher quarterback if they wanted it if mac jones is the right guy who knows but like you know what i mean like it just felt like everything was a not a proactive approach but a reactive approach after brady left and well that's the yeah, only thing I think get, people can be mad at
0: yeah i i can agree with that shrey i mean when you look and we passed up on all the other quarterbacks and we fell down to the bottom of the list and we got cam newton mm-hmm. i just in some in some some way i think that Bill Belichick is done his legacy has been created. he will go down as one of the great coaches of football history, mm-hmm. I think without a doubt, right and I just think for him, it's kind of like Doc River's leaving the Celtics, like Belichick's not going to leave. he probably will be here for this year, next year, and maybe one more, maybe mm-hmm. one more, but it's just he he's gonna just be out of there before it's time to like really rebuild. He's I already think, done what he had so to
1: cool. do, yeah, and you can see it this year. If it was up to Bill, I don't think they'd be paying two hundred and fifty million dollars. Right. Yeah. He likes he likes finding the the bargain bin deal and making them into a star or a real, you know, role player on this team. I agree. And I think McDaniels and Kraft really were instrumental in saying, Hey, Bill, you haven't been the best drafter in a long time. Right. I don't remember the last real <laughs> draft pick that you hit on. We got to go out and and show the fans that, hey, we actually are going to put into this team something of like some life knowing that Brady is gone. And so that's when you kind of got that hype of all the players. Obviously, the players have to perform now, right? And we're seeing that not all the time can they perform because you have so many new pieces. But you you are seeing a, a new side of this team that maybe, I don't know how much Bill is up for it like if he starts losing his you know gm power does he finally just say hey like you know this is the situation that i want and if you're not going to give me it then yeah i'm probably just going to either retire or find a better situation who knows right and so i think winning will obviously you know help in keeping bill but if if it comes with some sort of losing I wouldn't be surprised if there's some sort of detachment in the in the next couple of years as well from those two Kraft and Bill. So
0: very much agree. Very much agree. Well, it remains to be seen. It remains to be seen what's gonna happen with the Patriots as a franchise. Remains to be seen how Mac Jones is gonna develop. Mm-hmm. I think he'll be fine, but you know, I there's so many things that I could get into and speculate. Mm-hmm. And we are not, you know, first take. We are not, you no, know, <laughs> you know, the other sports shows where you know, that is a great job. You just get paid to speculate and then Fox smack. <laughs> great job.
1: I will say, um, I will say, I, I, we like the kid. I think. Oh the, yeah. The kid is great for the, the team he's in. Right. He does. He says and does all the right things. And uh, he's a Boston he's, guy already. I right. already
0: feel it. All right. I don't. He's care a fan favorite already.
1: So re- I think people are going to give him the benefit of the doubt for, for a while. So I'm going to I'm going to be on that on that train, too. I'm not going to lose sight of the bigger picture right now.
0: No, I agree. I agree. I mean, I think this was a good draft draft pick. You Mm -hmm. know, get Mac Jones. Yeah. And I mean, he's got people fired up. I mean, when people are saying that you're the next Tom Brady without you even like playing a football game, you know, it's it's, it's so it's a fit.
1: Oh, my gosh. No,
0: but I think it's a fit. Like people are like, oh, "Oh, we love Tom Brady and like you could be the next Tom Brady. So we like you. And oh that too good. that
1: too yeah it's kind of like the transitive property like or you or not even that it's like you want not it slightly so bad. unathletic yeah, yeah
0: you slightly want it unathletic, so bad that you white guy. It.
1: yeah yep. so well but well, i agree with you yeah. too
0: there's a lot of pressure but i mean after this last game i straight you couldn't i mean we talked about it in the beginning of this episode with the amount of media hype and things like that don't tell me that these guys are on the lebron you know playoff blackout like they see what people are saying. There mm-hmm. was a lot of pressure and for him to go in and get his job done. I know he didn't complete the mission. They didn't win, but man, that was a hard-fought game. 19 to 17 against the Tough. reigning Super Bowl champions.
1: Tough game. Definitely.
0: Especially in a league where people are scoring more now. The average football game is the 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 scores are going up. Mhm. You know, and this Demons is a team are not that playing is playing well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it is, I mean, you know, there's probably a reason for that. People people didn't like the the, the Rams Patriots Super Bowl because it was boring, but they liked mm. the, you know, the AFC championship with Absolutely. Mahomes and, and uh, Brady going at it, yep. you know, all offense, just uh, shootout high scoring. That's what people like. Anyway, we can talk about the, the climate <laughs> of football another time, um, but yeah, so we will see what happens. We like Mac Jones. We'll see what happens to the Pats, but yeah, this has been another mini episode of amateur hour. We hope that everybody has enjoyed. Thank you for being here with us. But I am your host, Max, along with Shreyas, and we will see you next time. Peace.